The Nigerian film industry is approaching its 30th year and some of its finest talents have transcended the different generations of this multi-billion Naira industry. Jocka Silva is an actor, producer, director and businesswoman. She started her acting career in the early 90s and has won numerous awards, sat on different panels, taught many classes and she's still doing the work entertaining millions of Nigerians and non-Nigerians and being a template for many actors in Nollywood. My name is Balanle Olukoni, and on this International Women's Month special, I'm joined by the amazing and ever so gracious Joke Silva. Welcome, the Joke Silva. Hello, Balanle. You know, Auntie, I'm always, I'm going to call her Auntie on camera because that's what you are to me. Um, you know, I had the opportunity to work with you mm -hmm. on Project Fame and you were such mm -hmm. a great mentor. And that was one of my Thanks. first TV gigs. And you would always look at me reassuring like, you got this, you got this. Because I was terrified. I remember. Um, it's so good to have you on here. You look stunning as usual. Thank you. you Thank know. you. I want to talk about the industry because you've been such a legend in this space. And, you know, you've evolved so much. And... My, my question though is, in your opinion, mm. do you feel like the industry has done a lot of evolution? Yes, we're moving to cinema and we have different genres, um, but what's your take on the evolution of the industry? Um, I think the, in some areas the industry has evolved and evolved forwards. And in some areas, it's evolved <laughs> backwards. <laughs> yes. Honestly, yeah. um, in the sense that, you know, when we're saying evolved forwards, one, there's just so much more work now mm -hmm. than the time when I started, or even those who were before me right. when they started. You know, so there's, there's definitely more work now and it's nice that the cinemas are coming back, mm -hmm. you know, and we're getting even more proliferation of cinemas and hopefully by the time the pandemic is over, like I keep telling people, we are, we are um, the human being is built for community. Yes. And so whether we like it or not, after the, once the pandemic is in check, we will get back to community and so we can have more cinemas. But now, where are we evolving backwards? It's, I, for me, I think it's in the storytelling. Okay. I think that the storytelling is being, because we're so focused on returns on investment, we're insisting that, oh, these are the only films that do well in cinemas, you know. Um, for example, now, you, you, um, to, to get any kind of collaborative work with, with some of the gatekeepers, they'll insist on comedy. Now, what if you're not a writer of comedy, but you're a writer of really strong stories, right. like Kemi Adetiba's King of Boys. Right. I mean, yeah. where's the comedy in that? Mm -hmm. But it was brilliant, right. and it made the money, and it made, it, it not only was there a return on investments, mm -hmm. there was a huge return on investments, right. okay? Um, so in that way, and we, you know, in the early days, we were telling really good, strong stories, and stories that were, that were giving us an idea of where we needed to go. So I think in that area, and also um, my pet peeve, the area of budgeting. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, who do you think is the cause of that? Because I understand what you mean when you say, you know, the area of budgeting, where yes. you go on a set and mm. the producer, and it's a producer's job to always say, there's no budget. Um, but do you feel like it's because of the fear of lack of return on investment or is it a cultural thing where we still expect 
talent crew, everyone to make you know the me the meager um, returns that I'm rather to be paid and compensated with such little sums. Um, I it's it's from what I would call the gate the new gatekeepers and a lot of the new gatekeepers don't understand how the industry has evolved to where it is now. If you go back to the times of the Ogun days, right, the traveling theater, what they did was that they, 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 you know, they went for all the jobs and it was a collective. Everybody shared what was made. Mm. Do you understand? Now, um, what people tend not to realize is that the, very, the most important people on any movie set, the cameraman and the actor, mm -hmm. without those two, you have nothing. Right. Do you understand? Mm -hmm. And so the other industries, the other influential industries in the world, whether it's Bollywood or Hollywood, they understand the necessity for the actor, and that is why they are so well compensated. Mm. Without them, you cannot get your audience. Right. And so you need to compensate them very well so that they bring their best to the fore. For, till, for now, we will not have that Oscar film until we get, you know, um, the right story. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's so, so mm -hmm. The right story, the right actors. And, you know, and to get actors who will give that kind of Oscar-worthy performance, mm -hmm. you, they need to be able to immerse. If they can, and they can only immerse if they are comfortable. Right. So I want to find out. You've talked about yes. gatekeepers. You mentioned yes. that. Who are these gatekeepers? Are you talking about... Mm -mm. I'm not going there. No, no, no not, not that on specific things, but Are you talking about um, distributors or mm -mm. are you talking about, you know, the people that sponsor the films? You what see, um, um, sometimes you're talking about distributors and sometimes, and then you're talking about distributors who are also um, producers, who are also, you know, there's a... There's almost a clash. Uh, what's the word now? America has a word for it. Where there's, ooh, I've forgotten now. It, it seems it, it, there seems to be such um, total control, too much control. Like I kept the word will come to me, you know. And so you need you you have to break it up. It was a time like uh, there was a time when um, the big seven owned all the theaters right. in America, owned, owned all the production companies, mm -hmm. and they had to break it up. Otherwise, the, the industry wasn't going to move. Yeah. Yes. And you've talked a lot about storytelling. And yes. you know, also, I want to talk a little bit about typecasting and also mm. the portrayal of women in film mm. and in our industry. Mm -hmm. You know, in your opinion, before this, we were talking a little bit about fashion and <laughs> style. Yeah. And you know, um, I'm talking about my dress that do they have, does this designer have non-form fits and clothes? Yes. In your opinion, how is the portrayal of women in the industry and Nigerian films right now yes. affected our idea of what it means to be a woman? Do yes. you think that there's some room for growth in that? Yes, I do believe there's, there's a lot of room for growth. One is the fact that, you know, there's this stereotyping of women. We are either witches, whores, saints, or sinners. Right. <laughs> Yeah. You know, the eternal wicked mother-in-law. Yeah. Do you understand? Yeah. That's not true. 
that's not the reality. And women are a totality of, you know, they're, they, they're, they can be exceptionally good, but they are, they, they are also flawed. So don't, don't give us a standard that is impossible to reach. Do you understand? On, and don't tell us that we are, the, we are the pits. And so you need to cage us and watch us because we are capable of, of you know, flying in the night and doing all, do you understand? Um, then in, the, in this um, portrayal of the woman, the ideal woman, to be, you know, flat stomach, did, did everything nice and tight and all that. And, you know, I, I believe the women's movement has gone beyond that. Mm. The women's movement, you know, we, we, whatever form, whatever shape you are, is an ideal shape. Mm. Do you understand? Is an ideal shape for you. Be fit. That's the important thing. Be comfortable in your body. Mm -hmm. Appreciate who you are. And be... Small sense. Yes! <laughs> Do you understand? Have, have that. Because I, I believe when, when we portray our women like that, then for the girl child, it's attainable. And when once it's attainable, then she can fly. Mm. Do you understand? Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. We are not done yet. Rubbing Mind continues right after this. We'll be right back. This is a Rubbing Mind special for International Women's Month, powered by Lipton. You know, you just mentioned the girl child, mm -hmm. and you've done a lot of work when it comes to advocating for the girl child. But I want to talk a little bit about the I'm Priceless campaign mm -hmm. and why it was important for you to lend your voice to that. Okay. Um, several years ago, uh, I read the story of a young man who had been taken, who had, um, you know, just wanting to get out of this country at all costs, took the Libyan route mm. through, um, through one of our states, our northern states, and took the Libyan route. And the sto it was a real life story. And he was lucky to come back because, but what, what he said, what happened on that journey, what happened to the women on mm. that journey who tried to, they, uh, they were trafficked, all right? They were harvested, their organs were harvested. They were, they, they, um, they were turned into sex slaves. Some of them were turned into sex slaves. I mean, it was just, I mean, some of them never even got as far as Libya like he did. Yeah. I mean, he, he, at the end of the journey, he called home and said, I just want to come back home. Right. Do, you, do you understand? And um, it then coincided with the time when the UNODC invited me that, mm. you know, they wanted to, um, they were looking for ambas ambassadors on, um, uh, on human trafficking, mm. especially women. And I, I had already read that story, so I was ready. Right. <laughs> I said, yes, yeah. I really want to be part of it. I want to lend whatever fame, influence one has to that cause. Um, and uh, the trafficking doesn't only go, it's not only outside of the country, it's also within. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, I'd also had the experience with my church where we were working with women too who had been trafficked. Mm -hmm. do, do you understand? And it's, it's, um, it's uh, it, it, you know, this belief that women are objects, the girl child is an object that 
you know, that um, not only is she an object, she's also objectified. And so um, she's easy prey. Right. So it's, it, it was just all that, that one wanted to work with. with the, and a lovely girl, she died in a terrible moto accident. Mm. She was behind the I Am Priceless campaign. Yeah. She was on the Blue Heart campaign. And I think what, what was beautiful of, about the I Am Priceless campaign is that it's even the phrasing of it, I Am Priceless, mm -hmm. getting that message across to young girls, to young women. You are priceless. If you think of yourself as priceless, mm -hmm. there's, you know, it's you, you, there's a pushback mm -hmm. from you when you are being objectified. Mm -hmm. Do you understand mm -hmm. that? You know, so that, you know, that's, that, that was the thinking behind it. You know, and see, I know that you have, you're very passionate about different causes and also you've mm -hmm. talked a lot about the way gender is portrayed in films. Mm -hmm. Does this now affect the kind of roles that you pick and choose? And, do you find that you know this perspective that you have, mm. you can contribute it on a set and say, is there a way we can adjust the portrayal of women? And do you find people are receptive if you do that? Um, yes, they are receptive, but usually, um, what it? <clears throat> there are several questions rolled in one. Right. <laughs> what you're asking now? Um, do I pick and choose sometimes when I'm not broke? <laughs> I love the honesty. When I'm not broke, I, you do understand. When I'm not broke, I, I pick and choose. Yeah. But when I, of course, what I, I, but you see, sometimes even those scripts that come when I'm broke and I do it, I pray. I say, God, he mustn't see the light of day. <laughs> oh so naughty of me. The later Maka and myself we used to laugh so much about that. <laughs> and sometimes it doesn't seem like, like that. <laughs> you know, but you know, so um, but yes, I I I look for um I try to look for films that show women as strong but also slightly flawed, you know, and um but their their strength overrides the flaws okay. yes you know so that there's the you know there, there there's a sense of there's a hero mm. we can or you know because it's important mm -hmm. for us to have heroes right um now sometimes where i see that there's 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 a way we can adjust this script i i, I what i always try and make sure of or or try to find is a solution. So okay. if I say that this 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 character is not working because because because, I must come up with it. I, I'm not just going to say, oh no, this isn't working, and I'm not going to do it. No, mm -hmm. I must come up with a solution so that we can, you know, we can work out, and it works with the entire story. Right. It's understanding what is what what does the uh, writer want to achieve with this story, mm -hmm. and then come up with a with a with a solution that also serves his story. Mm -hmm. Yes, yeah, yeah. or her story. And, you know, I feel like also it might be, they'll be a bit more receptive coming from you because they know that you're a veteran and okay. um, you've been part of so many productions that have been successful that they say, well, you know, and I think that that's important and I, I commend you for doing that on set. Thank you. I want to talk about, you know, the gatekeepers, but even more the ability for women to rise in this industry. It's exciting times. You know, we're seeing so many all of the highest budgeting films, they are female directors. Exactly. exactly. So there's something they there. They prove the point. There's no, something but there. You know, they just prove the point. If you want to do something well, 
there's a saying that we have in Yoruba. Obetodun, Owolopa. Do you understand? Yeah. So, and you know, the women who are the who are who have risen to the top in this, and who are you know the movers and shakers in this industry, they know that, and so they go after, make sure that they get the kind the kind of budget that makes it. Um, easier for them to achieve what they want to achieve. Right, yes, right. Definitely. Now, I want to talk about perceptions. Okay. The perceptions of women, especially for the industry, the actors yes. and actresses space, yes. where there's a lot of idea that everyone does a lot of sleeping their way to the top. How do you think that can be evolved, that perception can grow and change where people are like, I'm an actress and it's seen as something that's more respectable mm. because I find that that narrative is still being heavily flogged mm. and I don't think people realize that a lot of actors do have great opportunities and are making mm. some sort of incomes that allow them to live the lifestyles that mm. they're living. Mm. Well, I, I think one of the ways, there are many ways, there are myriad ways in which we can, we can fight that narrative. Tell, um, one of it is tell stories of women who have achieved, you know, it, it, I mean, just send up, put out stories out there of women who have achieved without sleeping with every Tom, Dick and Harry. Right. That's number one. Number two is, <clears throat> is also when women see those stories, mm -hmm. they should push back on those stories. Don't allow those stories to settle, you know. Um, the, the, I think there was a, a, a young man at one point who, was, who, who came out with these stories about this person can't do this because they are doing that, that person. I pushed back. I said, excuse me, who knows where so, 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 and this other person got their money from? Right. That's not, what is the story? What is this person doing? What has this person achieved? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you for that. Yeah. So there you have it. As Jokai has said, it's possible. <laughs> no, and it's very important that that mm. narrative is exhausting. Mm -hmm. It's an exhausting mm -hmm. narrative. Mm. You know, the theme for International Women's Month is yes. choose to challenge. I want to find out from you, you know, when you hear that, what does that mean to you and what are you choosing to challenge? I choose to challenge so many things. I don't know which one I'm going to um, I, I think we've spoken about some of them, yeah. you know, changing the narrative, changing the narrative that um, a woman cannot get to any position without having slept her way to the top and still, um, you know, sleeping her way around. Um, I think it's in, I choose to challenge the fact that, you, you know, meritocracy, you know, that women do get to the positions where they get to through merit, a lot of them, mm. you know. Um, I choose to challenge that, and I also choose to challenge the stigma against mental health. Hmm. Yes, for me that's very that's that's very close to my heart. Mm -hmm. Yes, that stigma against. Um, Was is there a specific incident or an experience that you know has made you kind of come to that? Well, I, there are quite a few people that I love who are going through that challenge, right. and you know it's not it's not easy. It's not easy you know, for them, and neither is it easy for their caregivers, you know, and um, um, in a society that doesn't allow them to, to be, to be, to, to, to be free, mm -hmm. do, do you understand? When I'm talking about free, just allow them to, to be amongst you, knowing that they have that challenge, mm -hmm. but don't, don't, don't make a song and dance about it, mm. do you understand? I yes. I Auntie Joker, thank you so much. This thank has you. been so insightful and thank you know, you. thank you for the legacy that you're living and Amen. just for being yourself. Your essence is absolutely beautiful. Thank you so much, Walali. That was fun. Yay. Thank you. <laughs> this has 
been a wonderful conversation <clears throat> with the Jacques Silva. Don't go anywhere. Rubbing Minds will be right back. This is a Rubbing Minds special for International Women's Month, powered by Lipton. <laughs> 